and welcome to the Cargo Bay, a Star Wars conversation podcast being transmitted to you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I am Brady C, here with my co-host as always, Adam B. How you doing, BC? Doing pretty good. Made it through another intro. Nice, nice work, BC. That's intro number two of what I am calling the Cargo Bay Season 2. Yeah, the reboot. I think maybe we change some of our assets. Uh, maybe you and I both yeah. get really jacked. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a good way to go. That'd be cool. We could start, you oh. know, doing cosplay, hunky Jedi cosplay like that Qui Gon Jinn yeah. meme. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a very specific demographic that I think we should be appealing to. That obviously our first season just didn't didn't quite hit. So you know, we we went back to the writers' room. We've made some big changes, and uh, big big changes still to come. Uh, one of the biggest changes, uh, at least, you know, toward the end of last season, we didn't ever really have any guests. Uh, but mm, today, no. BC, we have our second guest in a row. Whoa! Uh, what is this? Some sort of professional interviewing podcast? Definitely not. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but we do have uh, our good friend Beards here uh, to discuss Star Wars Episode 2. Welcome, Beards. How are you doing? Hi, hello. Glad to be here. Um, Beards, uh, we're calling you Beards because that's a nickname that I've had for you for many years, but you're known by other monikers online as well. Would you like to share with our audience where they can find your, your internet exploits? I am. Uh, uh, you can find me on twitch.com, uh, as Kamutsamu. You can find me on Twitter. You're wrong. It's twitch.tv. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dot com probably works. Wait, do you want to roll it back? <laughs> no, no. There's no editing in this podcast. We want to make right. this as hard for him to edit as possible. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. I'll talk over you more then. <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of our style. Yeah, that's really good. Um, uh, you can also find me on, on Twitter as Kamitsamu. You can find me on uh, pretty much anywhere. If there's a Kamitsamu, it's probably me. Randomized name in Final Fantasy XI 16 years ago. 17 years ago? And said, nice. that's it, and there we go. That's beautiful. Uh, it is wonderful to have a handle that you can actually claim on different platforms. Uh, yeah. It's very unpleasant for people that don't know how to pronounce it, though. So, Yeah, I've just given up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm calling you beards. That's why we're calling that's why you, you beards. beards. <laughs> but uh, you, you do a wonderful, wonderful things on Twitch, um, including VR streams on occasion, um, which are highly entertaining. But you also occasionally play some old Star Wars video games you have. We were talking last night uh, that a big part of your, your Star Wars, I'm not even going to call you a fan uh, if you don't <laughs> want to be called a Star Wars fan. But you spend a lot of time in the Star Wars universe in video games, as have I. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a Star Wars liker, I think. That's good. You That's know, good. The, the, the broader I like universe, that. I appreciate. Uh, the films, uh, I. Eh. Well, now, I don't know, Beards, because now maybe you have a new favorite. Because uh, the reason we're doing this podcast, we've already covered episode two in the past, but you have somehow avoided ever seeing Star Wars episode two. So can you tell us about that? <laughs> I have. Uh, so when I was young, uh, my parents, you know, they 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 hit a, a bit of a, a a tough spot financially, and so like not a whole lot of theater going. And so my dad got clever with his procuring methods, um, <laughs> and he found this place called Kazaa. Yeah, uh, which some oh, of you yeah. may recognize as being a, a, a 
great way to download viruses and <laughs> yeah, ruined ruined many home computers back in the day. Yeah, a lot of dead hard drives. Um, yeah. So, uh, but the thing was, you know, uh, bandwidth was limited, quality was poor, and so what people would do is they would like take movies and break them up into like several different video files, and so my dad. Uh, not wanting to to tax our our data too much, went ahead and just downloaded the first two parts of Star Wars Episode Two: The Clone Wars, um, and I got through the first one, and then I said, "This is kind of boring." And then I went to go play a game. <laughs> I just I never saw it. I didn't finish it until last night. Yeah, we did watch. Uh, we watched it together uh, last night over in the the Cargo Bay Discord. Um, I don't know how you get there. Don't ask me. <laughs> there's, a, there's a link someone uh, you can, somewhere. You can, uh, you can send a request to the email that we haven't checked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can add us on on Twitter, um, or you know, just go about your lives and forget about yeah. it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got a Discord floating around somewhere, and uh, yeah, we watched this movie together and. Beards, I guess I'll just let you give your your general impressions and how you felt about the the movie. So I think overall, uh, it's a strong C minus, uh, which nice. maybe generous. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I think what saved it from being just a total flop for me, like, and it was a flop, but it wasn't like you know like a, a really bad one. Was the unintentional humor. Like that—that that opening is the strongest thing ever, and I—I I think we'll get there. But like, it's—it was uh, another one of those movies where George Lucas had this like story that he wanted to tell, and toys that he wanted to push, and technology that he wanted to show off that wasn't quite there yet. Yeah, yeah, that's something that strikes me watching this one every time. Is like, wow, this is much worse than Episode Three as far as visual fidelity. Um, it's kind of it's- impressive. <laughs> It's really bad. Um, I, I, I watched the. Uh, I, I was on. I was on the D plus after I finished finished the movie this morning, and uh, I threw on threw on the extras, which you can you can find. Oh wow! I'm guessing these are the original DVD extras, but there's one specific that's like, here's the pre visual uh, process that we went through, and it's like it's like the the OG computer animatics of like. Their block figures, like we can see. Are you sure so you weren't detail just watching the actors are going to be made with with movement now that you could never have with storyboards before? It's like we we don't even know how we made movies before we had these beautiful <laughs> computer generated animatics. We've got all the details, and it's like it looks like trash. And what ends up in the movie is just like slightly better than the animatic <laughs> that you're seeing and the pre-visualization stuff. You're just like, I mean, it's, it's in, I, the thing I, I respect George, he's ambitious, but this is like nowhere near ready for, for the technology that he's pushing. But he is out at like, he is the Vanguard. He is right on the front line of like, let's do it. It's star Wars. We, we can, we can push boundaries with this. I'm like, this is not going to age very well. George. <laughs> um, but you got it. You got to give him credit for being like, no, this is this is where this is going. And he's like, I never would have been able to tell them to have them smash that guy in the background before, but now we can just <laughs> put him in there and he's smashed. My my mind just has all these ideas that I can just tell them to do whatever, and they'll just 
put it in or would have uh, you know we would have injured somebody doing it's like yeah i mean just because you can do these things now doesn't mean you should do them but you know again he's 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 pushing boundaries he's on the edge of a new frontier here uh, and i think there's some lessons to be learned from attack of the clones i yeah it's i do at least appreciate that it all looks uniformly like blurry and weird um you know like a lot of the cg a lot of cg is this bad and it's in the middle of otherwise like pretty good looking movies of this era and that (laughs) really takes me out once this movie gets rolling and i kind of settle into the blurry weird cg i'm like i I can rock with it It's like, I, I can get past it. They're all just in a giant blue room and there's no set at all anywhere. Something I hadn't noticed before. It must have been put it like pointed out to me on Twitter. Um, I cannot grow a beard, so I'm not a beard expert. But Obi-Wan's beard was rough this time. There are scenes where it is cut between the fake beard and the real beard in the same scene. And it's like, oh, wow, a real beard. And then it cuts to his, <laughs> like, cut, to cuts to a different reaction to the fake beard. And that was that really stuck out to me this time. Now, beards as a beard expert. Yeah. Did you did you notice any beard continuity issues? I so I thought something was very wrong with Ian McGregor's face the entire time. Like I, <laughs> it wasn't until L brought that up that uh, he had a fake beard. They're just like, oh, oh, that's that's why it looks weird. That's why his face is wrong. There's a lot of like peach fuzz mixed in with the wire hairs yeah. on that on that thing. I, I wonder what he was shooting that you know caused the issue or whatever. What's funny on that same documentary I was watching, they go into this whole thing. It's like he's not even he's not even shooting scenes, George. He's just he's catching moments of footage. Like, and you know, one day it could just be you and walking for two seconds, and that's going to turn into a whole scene. And you're like, what the hell? Must the <laughs> They're like, all right, don't you don't you barely even count as a human being in this process. We are going to paint everything around you. Just stand and walk and look perfect you're done for the day and as an actor you had to have felt validated during that process. <laughs> I, he's not even shooting scenes he doesn't even care what they're doing it's just footage <laughs> he just, tons and tons of footage to put in digital creatures around all these actors and you're like i bet that was fun there, <laughs> there were certainly some parallels with the the peter jackson the hobbit trilogy uh movie making process there that yeah yeah beards you mentioned that that like this seems during the um you know the droid factory uh sequence beards was like this seems a lot like the hobbit and i was like that's exactly what it seems like (laughs) it seems like peter jackson saw that and was like this scene rips this is awesome (laughs) i can't wait to take people on awful visual roller coasters Well, it's like it's like if Temple of Doom existed in in the technology era, this is kind of what that that scene would have been is what I think about every time. It's just like, you know, it's we're on this. It's a roller coaster scene, right? Like it's literally I mean, you're literally on a conveyor belt that's rolling along. So it is just like it's a roller coaster ride at a certain point, that entire thing. And it's I mean, it's an overwhelming amount of cg and again on the behind the scenes it's funny because they're all just standing on a blue conveyor belt that's like <laughs> rolling down this thing and they're like rolling around avoiding nothing at all you know and they're like, like this is a blue conveyor belt on a blue screen 
do we need to yeah. be on a conveyor belt? Like, can't you do like, I, do make I the scene move? Yeah. <laughs> can I go home? What am I doing here? <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. So learning that that was like the proper, that was, that was the filmmaking process in which the actors were just kind of there because they couldn't CGI them in, I guess. Not yet. Uh, yeah. 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 Makes sense. It, it, it drives home, you know, the, the potential reason for why everyone seems like they were very disinterested in being in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's wild um, hearing too that there were a lot of reshoots for this. And it's just like, but there's not that much footage of the act. Like, you couldn't have gotten some extras on the day, George. Uh, hence, you know, Obi Wan having a beard on Camino that's real, and then the next second having a beard on Camino that's fake. Like when he's sitting in the spoon chair, it is going back and forth. I love love a good pickup. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's always the best way to get a good performance out of an actor is to call them back in. Uh, we we did uh, w- w- um, me and some friends here locally were making short short films um, a couple weeks ago. We we did some pickups um, because uh, you know we didn't get what we needed, uh, as often happens <laughs> in the filming process. Uh, we called uh, one of our our lead actors back who and this could have been on this should admittedly should have been on us has was wearing reading glasses for the first part of the shoot came back to shoot the second half of of our short film and left their reading glasses two and a half hours away oh no so like <laughs> like okay well we're gonna go try to find the closest style of reading glasses for film continuity because you left them at home uh, so had to go to like a, like a Walgreens and be like, okay, what's the closest frame size? Like referencing old images and being like, and the, the ones that we had had those little like knobbies that stick here where his originals just rested on the nose. We're like, if anybody notices, so help us God, he just changed them in the middle of a cut. Fine, whatever. <laughs> like, it, it is such a painful, like painstaking, tiny detail thing when it comes down to gla- like glasses, but facial hair is huge too because our other actor trimmed his beard because he's got a life Uh, well we can't shoot any coverage of his face for the end of this so we have to use stuff that we already have and like wide shots where you can't see his beard because it is significantly shorter (laughs) um it's fun but you star wars i would have imagined they would have had a, a, a bigger beard budget yeah yeah, you think you think uh, they just dumped all the money into the computers and the props and wardrobe department? <laughs> they were like, oh, well, Oops. we're kind of light on the cash, but Party City has an Obi Wan style beard." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's high quality. It's a high quality beard, so we're just gonna go get that. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, we don't think that this movie is you know the peak of cinema um but i will say i am a a huge episode two uh fan i i say that because i think i like episode two more than any of my friends do <laughs> like i <laughs> i really i really love episode two and three i think three is a much much better movie uh and deserving of some you know some actual watching of it <laughs> or whatever uh but are the let's get to some of the moments you did enjoy beards or anything that stood out oh, to you. I guess starting with the opening. <sighs> Two minutes after the text crawl. <laughs> 
what's uh, Typho? Is that his name? Yeah, Captain Typho replacing Captain Panaka for some reason was always a bummer to me. Uh, yeah, he likes he yeah. likes the Comic Con circuit. Uh, Typho, he seems like a good guy, so good for him. But I, I miss Panaka. I, I love the the Star Wars actors that leave Star Wars and then just like make that their identity. They don't they don't try to go for another role or anything. Like that's just it. But uh, yeah. so Captain Typho disembarks. Uh, the Naboo Royal Star Cruiser, whatever that ship's called, uh, and says, well, guess we're safe now. And then the ship promptly explodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> brutal explosion. <laughs> like, Amidala, like, comes off not too not too long after him. Uh, there's a handmaiden that's on there. Amidala's in disguise because, of course, you know. Yeah, why yeah. not? Uh, and then the ship explodes. <laughs> Just... Kills Corday, the the handmaiden blows her shoes off. <laughs> she's, <laughs> like, she's laying there, the, dies on the like platform. The in in freaking Wizard of Oz, <laughs> shoes, all that's left. It is um, very it funny. Is, it's incredible. Like it, you, you brought up last night that that it like it becomes more and more prominent every time you watch it. It is legitimately the funniest thing I think in any Star Wars movie. Because like, well, we're safe. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, it's like it's a total like it's a McBain thing, you know that 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 uh, Simpsons <laughs> reference where I've like the boat is called like Never Gonna Die or something and it, like <laughs> explodes. Um, yeah, I mean it's it is like there's it's not even like give it a beat and then blow it up. It's like we're safe, blow up. You're like, oh, okay. It's, it's weird. Choice. It's weird that there's not any security on the platform already. You know, it's not like there's a, you, you know, obviously the Jedi have an investigation, but after this, Yoda's just like, oh, Padme, I'm glad you're not dead. Um, so good to see you. <laughs> like, and we Padme's just had like, that shit was Dooku. And they're like, <laughs> no, <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't be him. Stand up guy, former Jedi, not Dooku. Uh, He's like, uh, that was Dooku. The uh, master, uh, of Dias, um, also revealed at some point as part of the plot. Uh, not really sure what that means. Um, but here's where we see Yoda for the first time, too, which Beards, I know, had <laughs> some thoughts on Yoda, some notes oh, on Yoda. It's very unpleasant to look at Yoda. <laughs> this is there, worst Yoda. So, yeah. Um, like, A, just, you know, an incompetent character in this movie, somehow. Yeah, eldest Jedi? I, he's like a, uh, almost a millennium old. Mm-hmm. And he's just twiddling his thumbs, just like, yeah, all right. But so, uh, A, incompetent. B, in in the reveal, he looks wrong. And then there's this moment where he walks past Obi-Wan, and it's the most uncanny thing ever, where he just, like, clips around him. I, I don't know why that rubbed me the wrong way so hard but it did and i it it set the tone for the rest of the movie for the like the cgi for the rest of the thing there were multiple moments where there are these characters that would just show up and look bad like upsetting like the children like the younglings the 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 monster younglings excuse me the the (laughs) alien species children that look like monsters instead of Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of children well the one that was the most monstrous was the one that was semi-human uh like that was the one that 
that I thought was the worst looking because there, there was some attempt to make it look like an actual child, but it, you know, it was an actual CGI child with like 2003 era CGI. It was uh, deeply unsettling is, is how I would describe a lot of the CGI character design in this. Just to be clear, are we talking about things that are, we do like about this? <laughs> Sorry, we got off, got off track a little bit. But yeah, is there anything else that you did enjoy about the film? Or is it just the the terrorist attack on the, <laughs> the platform? Uh, so uh, let me, let me, uh, so the, 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 the kickoff is great. Fantastic. Uh, there was a fair amount of sensible chuckling. I really enjoyed Boba Fett's, like, kid laughter like (laughs) like as he was telling his father to kill this guy get him dad get him Uh, fire daddy fire (laughs) (laughs) the thing that i i i think that i enjoyed almost as much as the uh the opening explosion was the trade unionist in the the round table meeting (laughs) when he dials his chest and goes (laughs) 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 just like right in the middle of a sentence like he's he's talking like the trade unionist will (laughs) join you or something like that the Techno Union Army. <laughs> okay, so on your list of things you enjoyed about the movie, explosion, <laughs> yai, 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 anything else? Uh, Palpatine hamming it up. Um, yeah, yeah. She's always discussing, good. like, if only we had some, like, some, some boots on the ground. Great, uh, great, a great way to dupe an, an idiot character in Jar Jar, who is scapegoated brilliantly because uh, they read the room after Phantom Menace and like, well, everybody hates him. So who can we use to make the biggest mess up in the history of the galaxy by giving Palpatine uh, the emergency power clone army? We could give it to Jar Jar, who's filling in as a senator for some reason. Um, let's do that. Yeah. Um, if if only there was someone. If only Senator Amadala were here. Jar Jar <laughs> Wonder what she would do, Jar Jar Binks. The look that Jar Jar gives, too, of, like, deep reflection of, like, can I do this? Do I have the power and the determination to make this choice? And he does. Way to go, Jar <laughs> That's uh, a touching moment. Um, it's great to see see Jar Jar running the galaxy. I'm trying to remember the specific line that the chief has that I love so much where he's just like, if it's too bad, there's not a senator brave enough to take hold or something. He like kind of looks <laughs> down and shakes it. Like, oh, drat. <laughs> And then uh, I, I think it's the, the, the tentacle guy that responds to him and says something back to him. And then she just goes, hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thank you, tentacle guy. Um, how did you feel about Camino and the clones? Oh, Camino. <laughs> so when, when Obi-Wan walks into that room where uh, there's the egg chair, like it, it, it screamed to me, TLC's scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's very accurate. It's like overexposed in the same it, way. <laughs> it was so bloomy. <laughs> it was just, it was a like an early thousands 
MTV music video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does look like that. And I guess that's just to cover up how rough some of the, you know, CG looked. Is like, we'll just blow <laughs> this thing out. Um, uh, how'd you feel I mean, about... None, none of that is real. Like, none of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... There's, like, even the chair that he's sitting in is CGI. They didn't even... Like, they just made him squash. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I, on, on that pre-visual stuff, they have him sitting down on just like a regular thing, and you can see the crappy rendered version in CG of the egg chair. And you're like, they didn't even make the chair. Like, they, 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 it's Star Wars. It's they so much easier to make that chair. <laughs> CGI the rest of the room and just have him sit in one chair that you had some craftspeople make. They're like, Nah, get an apple crate, and then we'll put him. We'll do it later. We'll, put <laughs> it, we'll make that thing an egg chair. Which is, uh, you fun. know, the first rule of CG is never have actual visual references to work with, especially reflective <laughs> surfaces. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, this is bananas. Um, Tan Wee is there. How'd you tell me your thoughts on Django Fett and his arc in this film here? <laughs> He was kind of a mook. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, uh, so Obi-Wan like, uh, catches on to him, just like the jig is up immediately, and then Django's just like, I gotta bust out of here. I gotta take my kid and I gotta run. It, it, just it, yeah okay it just be immediately suspicious like he's he's already suspicious why don't you just arouse more suspicion sure why not and so there's that fight where Django does like the 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 cow tow rocket launcher finally like as a kid I always imagined that the backpack rocket was like a javelin situation where like it fired up and then it had like a corrective arc and then it would come down but no he just like he honkers down he kisses the floor and he lets that rocket just rip <laughs> yeah he just he just bends over and shoots it i think they have retcon that in the mandalorian where now it's related to the visor i think like yeah i think yeah. in the mandalorian he uses it like you would expect it to be used but yeah <laughs> But yeah, that also just immediate CG explosion that throws Obi-Wan, you know, across the platform. Um, I I always delight in Obi-Wan opening the door because, of course, as a child, you do that with all the automatic doors and that canonized it. I was like, yes, (laughs) that's 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 canon, baby. (laughs) Um, The the final things I'll ask you about here, specifically beards are one Mace Windu want to oh champ love him like absolutely the best part of the movie like that guy just no nonsense there's something to be said about how he accounts himself versus Django versus how obi-wan accounts himself obi-wan struggles i mean like huge fight scene right massive yeah Mace Windu comes in and just chops his head off like like he's like he's just wheat in the field now in the Mace Windu book that I just read, Mace Windu's force affinity is a specific style called like, it's not called the core, but it's something like the core, uh, where he basically gives into battle rage. Um, and like, he's <laughs> kind of the only one who's allowed to do it because it's super dangerous. You can go to the dark side by loving to fight. Um, but he like, 
his whole thing is that he does like to fight and that's his struggle and his power and a shatter point is he his force powers kind of manifest as seeing the world in these fractals that interlock and he can see like ripple points that will have like the biggest butterfly effect right um so he is he is in that book as if he is on a totally different league than any other jedi as far as combat goes um but i do think it's one of the only good like uh lightsaber fight moments in this thing or whatever i think he looks pretty good in that action sequence especially when he hits the ground like that's a pretty believable cut when he falls off the balcony and starts you know fighting i also like his his tennis low backhand (laughs) the blast yeah droid (laughs) just like a nice like roger federer backhand yeah and of course that moment is immediately cut that action moment is only heightened by cutting to c-3po's head on a battle droid going (gasps) oh my (laughs) your thoughts on c-3po in this movie beers (laughs) (laughs) just awful conveyor belt sequence where uh r2d2 like pushes him to try and kill him which (laughs) (laughs) A moral good, honestly. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, it makes sense. Um, and then C-3PO gets decapitated, and then, like, his body goes on one assembly line, and his head goes on to another, and it's like, his head gets... How's raining? I, yeah, and, and there's, like, a whole thing where his head's getting kicked around, and it's like, oh, a oh, oh, little bit of head socket. Just slapstick to, to intercut uh, Anakin brutalizing bug people. <laughs> Cutting them in half kicking them into stampers <laughs> where they're then mushed fully on screen. And then, but uh, you got C-3PO saying, oh my, just like <laughs> off in the background. What doesn't this movie have, you know? <laughs> I It's got it all. I was really Art, mad at violence, R2 flying. Humor. <laughs> all at the same time, VC. Just <laughs> as one scene. That's really yeah. what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Zero regard for like how you want to guide the audience to feel about a certain event. Just throw it all out there. Kids will love it. Adults will love it. It's got brutal action. It's got a silly robot. Okay. I got a couple things I want to follow up with the first time. Um, We haven't even touched on what I think is uh, maybe the best part, which is the romance that is the story. Oh, Uh, man. I mean... Did you feel the the emotion coming from these two actors? Did you feel the warmth? Did you feel the love between them? I saw the lust emanating <laughs> from Padme's eyes in that that moment where she re-encounters Anakin for the first time. In, I, I don't know how long it's been. What? Six years? Something like that? <laughs> Ten years, Ten? I think. Yeah. Ten? Yeah. Okay. All right. So she's 24 and he's 20. Um. But, like, he walks in with Obi-Wan, and then she, like, walks over to, like, introduce herself, and then she realizes, Annie? And the camera just, like, zooms in, and she is just staring daggers, like, into this guy, like, I want this boy. (laughs) Uh, And I, I think that was the most longing that she displayed in the entire movie until, like, the end. Like... Until the end when they did the reshoots when they're like, we need you to say that you didn't understand any of that up this moment. So can you just can you just go in there and be like, I truly, really do love you just 
<laughs> truly, <laughs> deeply love you. We have to make Thank sure you. it's clear that you are now <laughs> in love. <laughs> Thank you because for the correct line, you I just truly, saw. Love you. This this man came back with tears in his eyes and said, "I killed them all, even the women and children." Made you Damn. super horned up. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're sold now. Uh, like we need you to match the horned up level that he had coming up the elevator at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> the the scene between him and Obi Wan is pretty wild. Where it's just like his he is just like just like mm, I'm gonna get her. He's like. Calm yourself. <laughs> Whoa, boy. It's been so long since I've seen her. I just can't. Oh, man. And then, like, two hours later, he's like, I'd rather be, I'd just rather be with her all the time or whatever. Like, I'm. And everyone's and like, forget, be careful. You mentioned this last time we talked. She does just straight up, straight up run in and kiss him after his yeah. arm's been chopped off in front of everybody. Yep. In yeah. front of Yoda yeah. and Obi. There was there was another moment where she was like uh, pretty affectionate with him in front of other people, and I, I I'm blanking on what it was. It's how but repressed she... the Jedi are. Is that Yoda's just yeah. like mm, do not see? I don't <laughs> notice. Mm, grateful she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, that that's super weird. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But we did notice the continuity on Padme's back scratches. Beards was, was careful to track that. She does have I, them I, through I, the rest of the film. So. They persist. You know, the the initial yeah. slash makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> <It> just <laughs> rips her midriff. The the space like, gap it, it, reaches you, up. You see it cut her, but then in the next shot, it's like the entire midriff section. So much it's hemmed. Well. It's got a hemline. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? And I, I could be wrong, but I swear, like, the, the shirt was, like, pre-cut. Like, as soon as it cut to the, the the scene where the cat was, like, clawing at her, like, the shirt was already gone. Like, and then it comes back around, and then there's just belly. You're supposed to be distracted by the belly. And I guess. Don't worry about the continuity. <laughs> um, how do you uh, feel about Dexter's Diner? Oh, I love I, Dexter. I do love I do love Obi Wan having this scene with you know the guy scratching his ass or whatever and seeming to yeah, have genuine affection. Yeah, for this like I'm salt it's of so the much earth. more interesting that that storyline. I'm like just keep us in the underworlds of Coruscant, right? For an investigation movie, yeah. Like, do a noir, Obi Wan noir. Yeah, I I love I love the Obi Wan adventures. Um, I like him landing on Geonosis. Um, you know, I like his transmissions, and I like when Christopher Lee shows up. Um, that's nice. It's good when Dooku arrives. <laughs> here's 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 another one I want to I want to throw to to you, Beards, to the room. I still struggle with this. Uh, he, he, and I've watched this movie uh, more times than I care to admit. What is the dynamic between Dooku and Palpatine and Dooku and Sidious? And where does Dooku fall in the pecking order of this entire clone war that's a Bruin? Is, any, is this clear to anyone? I... I, I I mean, I know there's plenty of it in Clone Wars explained and now in Tales of the Jedi probably does a little bit of explaining, but I, I've always assumed he does not know that Palpatine and Sidious are the same. Um, although Which in episode three, he does. In yeah. episode three, he does because he looks at 
Palpatine like, what? You're going to ask him to kill me? So I, I mean, I don't it, know. it legitimately makes Duke Beers. I don't know if you picked up on this, but I think it legitimately, legitimately makes him seem stupid. If <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine, one of the most visible figures in the entire galaxy, if he's just got a hood on, mm-hmm. but you can still see his nose <laughs> and mouth under the Sidious cloak, he's just like that's a different guy. That's Tagger that was watching it with us in the discord and tagger was like why does he need a hood he could just change his glasses <laughs> it would work would like do the job just as well <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know i guess he does know i don't understand yeah it, it's silly See, this this to me is like it's it's not clear mm-hmm. which i think is part of part of a lot of this movie's problem is that just like just go have fun it doesn't the story doesn't really matter yeah just go have fun yeah i wish you know if this same plot line executed with the competency of a show like andor the political situation is interesting where you have you know a politician creating a war with himself to gain power like you know Brilliant. both sides of it sounds great yeah um yeah. Lucas makes some good points <laughs> about things in these prequels uh, that have, are obscured by by stuff. But yeah, I love it. And at the beginning, like Obi-Wan's talking, it's in the background. The camera's on Padme sleeping, but Obi-Wan has all this dialogue about like, you can't trust her. She's a senator. Like they're only loyal to their donors. Like that's like, uh, but I love all, I love Obi-Wan's brief monologue about like, don't trust the politicians, man. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Dang, it's like, Mm, I can't wait to get her by the lake of Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> Roll around the grass. I mean, to be fair, like if I were Anakin and, you know, had been in a cult um, and there was a beautiful woman interested in me. Yeah, I'd be I'd be ditching the Jedi at that point in my hormonal. You know, like it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we noted this last night, but like it, it, he very much is like a repressed twelve year old. He's a guy that got picked up as a ten year old and like then had to join this weird religious order uh, because he got one in a race. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's what happened. That's the story. That's what so, like from that perspective, it, it his characterization kind of makes sense, but it's still weird. Yeah, it's rough. I, I like it is rough, and I, the 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 like forced wedge that that stood out to me this time was like how much he's like Obi Wan's holding me back from all my potential. I could be the greatest Jedi if it wasn't for my master, who's only ever just kind of like told me to do the right thing. Like, yeah, like, I get I get like the angsty teen thing, but it it. It is. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it it doesn't. It doesn't play coming from Hayden Christensen at that age. It would have played coming from like Jake Lloyd in Phantom Menace, where you're like, oh, that reads as like a child's petulance. Yeah. In this, you're like, that's a young adult's petulance, and it's just kind of like, get over it, dude. Yeah. Leave the Jedi Order, man. Hey, Um, man, you can you can walk away. Like, but that's like telling someone to leave a cult, though. You know, they're, they're trapped yeah, for a myriad of reasons. You can't do it. You, you, what you've got to do is you got to get the feds involved. You got to get law enforcement <laughs> down. Then they got to go get some serious psychological counseling and get deprogrammed. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how you take down a cult. That I was I said last night, VC, and I made this point a million times. This movie, I just wish it was Anakin and Obi Wan bond through an adventure, and then that sets up Episode Three to be a much more dramatic fall. It's like let's establish how they're great friends, you know, and and partners, yeah. and we see their relationship. Um, but I instead, we get the- this. That's what the cartoon fills in so yeah. much better than this movie. It's like mm-hmm. the relationship between the two of them where I think this movie fails like completely as that bridge between one and three. It's like, Oh, it, like it is that angsty thing. We don't understand their relationship other than like, yeah, we're both palling around the galaxy doing Jedi things and you're holding back and we got to go save you. Like you don't get this. Like it doesn't set up three for the punch that it could have if you really brought them together and saw how close they were, which is what the the cartoon does effectively. Which is why I think the cartoon is such a, a good like narrative device to help reinforce going back and rewatching like episode three. You're like, oh, okay, well, it hits more if you understand their relationship. Where this one's just like, there's no real relationship. They're apart for most of the movie and. I wish they Anakin's weren't kind of like a crybaby. <laughs> I think their chemistry is pretty decent when they're together. I think them and the speeder at the opening and, you know, them at the end together is some of the best stuff in the yeah. movie uh, because Hayden has a, an actor to play against who's pretending to have a good time with him, at least. Um, <laughs> one thing I, I wanted to mention before I forgot, I do love Obi-Wan and Anakin in the dropship are actually shouting at each other to be heard. And you never see that in like a helicopter scene or whatever. They are like shouting about what they're doing. And it like it really helps. I don't know. I bought it. Ewan Ewan's doing the the shouting a bit harder. (laughs) He's shouting himself, Horace. Hayden drops it for a little bit. Yeah. But it comes it comes back to the point where he's he's shouting. I really what wish would that I do in your position. Yeah. She would do her duty. <laughs> what? What did you say? She would do she would duty? She would She would do a duty? <laughs> what? <laughs> Louder. I didn't know she was oh. into that Anakin. <laughs> She's oh, that in an all white suit out, Anakin it will look terrible. <laughs> You can't hide that, Anakin. <laughs> That's why we have brown robes, Anakin. That's why our robes are brown. <laughs> Many layers. It reminds me of the uh, the CGI rolls that you pointed out, like in the sand when Padme oh, yeah. gets up and is like walked off. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> love her tumble path. <laughs> the the CGI tumble path. Um. Wow. Is there anything else kind of generally that we want to talk about? Am I forgetting anything huge? Um, I mean, obviously, we have the arrival of the clones. Uh, Beards, you said you like those turret balls. That was sick. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 like the, the, the clones showing up and like just shooting shit. That was great. Yeah, I love that. I, was great. I love that. That was what made it a good movie to me as a child was the arrival of the clones. And, you know, seeing a bunch of Jedi at once was super cool as a kid. That was also was cool. Like... The guy in the background with uh, the two lightsabers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> The, all the, the like the the background Jedi are, are great every time because you find a new one. That guy looks like he just got pulled accountant's office. I'm like, put on your <laughs> Jedi robes, get in there, Bill. You know, there's some. Hey, Bill's in there. Great tiny uh, cameos here. We have Jet 
uh, Lucas, I didn't remember, is in episode two as well. I don't think he has a line. He's in the library. We have, of He's course, Jocasta. Yeah. yeah, with Jocasta new. And we have George Lucas's daughter who lusts after Obi-Wan in the yeah. the bar. <laughs> the, the purple twilight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have Fun. Elon Slees Bagano, of course, yes. one of the most famous parts of this movie, the Death Sticks dealer. I thought I saw Anthony Daniels in the bar, too. I think there may be an un-3PO Anthony Daniels uh, in the bar and then of course uh, we have I want to shout out young uh, Boba Fett just because like you said Beards Daniel Logan is one of these people who loves that he was you know a kid in a Star Wars movie seems to have a great time on the Comic Con circuit and is just like you know happy (laughs) which is good to see from a child in a Star Wars movie who doesn't necessarily give a mind-blowing performance you know as as a child should not be expected to (laughs) a a child from a Star Wars movie b just like someone from a Star Wars movie Uh, I have a question Uh, this movie clips in at at almost two and a half hours Uh, I forgot what did what did you think about the the pacing of this movie were the were there were there highs were there lulls for you did you find it dragging at any point just overall through the two and a half hour adventure so I mean it being like you know a a party watch uh, it flew by but there were definitely like moments where I was like I'm really fighting the urge to look at my phone and that was the lakeside in Naboo. Um, oh, I think what you mean is you wish there was more of the by the lake on Naboo, and you're looking forward to our full length. <laughs> you're looking forward to the stage play that we're trying to get on Broadway. Yeah, our like, three hour. Um... <laughs> it's like it's like a Eugene O'Neill play. I think Long Day's Journey into meets this scene from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it very much was like a roller coaster. I, I the there were moments where it's just what what's going on? Like you got the ship exploding, you've got the whole like okay, we've got to watch Padme and then Obi-Wan jumps out a window on Coruscant, just like awesome. launches out of that thing. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I, and and it, it just like it 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 goes up and it goes down and it, it stays down for quite a bit and then uh, so like the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes, I'm going to say were the best parts of the movie. <laughs> I, you're, you're dead on. I think that's so true. Cause I notice every time that's, I cut out the Lake of Naboo. Like, unless I'm just like watching for like the, the unintentional comedy of it, then I'm just like, I'll, <laughs> I'll be on my phone or something. And then there's everything after, after Obi-Wan and Django have their encounter. I check out until basically they're in the Coliseum fighting the beasts, you know? Yeah. Like, all of the factory, everything that's intercutting between there, Anakin going and slaughtering the Tuscans, like, all of that stuff is like, I don't don't care. Yeah, I think there's a much stronger two-hour cut of this movie, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a roller coaster. It's a bad one, but it is a roller coaster. <laughs> did did was there anything that cleared up stuff about the Star Wars universe for you, or like anything that was like, oh, so that's why this is <laughs> like any revelation blow your mind? Uh huh. But no, <laughs> like, I got no new information out of this. Like, I, I I mean, hey, you learn you learn about the origin of the clone troopers. You learn about the origin of Boba Fett, and that's kind of the I, only clear things you get out of games though yeah uh, you already knew that the the Django fett thing but i i played bounty hunter uh so like the movie in itself didn't really tell me a whole lot it introduced 
Dooku. I was confused as to where he came from. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't really remember I, I, out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Qui-Gon's former master who's disappeared. Um, yeah. Maybe deleted things out of the archives that nobody seems to be too concerned about. <laughs> Did I? Wait, no, I saw him in the, the Tartowski cartoon. Oh, yeah, in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I didn't really know who he was, but then, like, I saw episode three, and, like, five minutes into the movie, he gets decapitated. Yeah, that's a bummer. He sure does. I, I, is, this <laughs> <the> only, <laughs> is this the only Star Wars movie you have not seen all yeah. the way through up to this point? Okay. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is right. it. That's I, why this was uh, such a momentous occasion. Yeah. <laughs> that's so great. I kind of wish that there were more. Like, it... I wish if we could I watch had, the Rise of Skywalker with you for the first time. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I, I held off on that one for so long, and I thought, eh, I want to watch Force Awakens and The Last Jedi again. Maybe I'll, I'll finally cap it off and see what The Last Jedi is, or Rise of Skywalker is like. I, I've heard uh, nothing but be- middling to bad things about it. Um, and they were right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the Star Wars hit and miss content, baby. Uh, I do think the games usually hit. Um, so I, I, we talked briefly last night about how that's part of, uh, definitely a big part of why I remained a fan through my youth mm-hmm. was getting hits of, of good content. Um, but yeah, where would you rank this on your Star Wars list? Is this your least favorite Star Wars movie? Most favorite Star Wars movie? It's somewhere <laughs> in the middle? <laughs> So it's really, I, uh, so the top is set, right? You know, the top of that list is, is pretty firm. I, I, I just re-ranked mine, so I don't know about firm, but I'll I'll give you my list after this. I mean, like the empire, new hope, uh, you're going to hate this L, but, uh, last Jedi and then force awakens. I can live with it. And this is from like best to worst, uh, Oh, jeez. Uh, episode three. I, I like that one. I like that one. Episode one, the pod racing is sick. Episode two, and then Rise of Skywalker. You left out Return of the Jedi, I think. Did I? Oh, yeah. That one's like somewhere towards the bottom. Wow. I don't like that one very much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I would, that's, that is sometimes my favorite Star Wars movie, uh, is it's... Return of the Jedi. Um... But my my new ranking as of this year, BC, I want to give this out. Everyone, hold on. Hold on. We do this a lot. Hold on. We're breaking major news. Here's my new ranking of Star Wars in the order of the ones I want to watch the most. All right. Uh, We have Star Wars Episode 4 at number one, the OG Star Wars. Then we have... Episode three, Revenge of the Sith, number two, baby. (laughs) I want to rewatch it. I'm on a I'm on a prequel kick. Um, And then Empire, Jedi, Rogue One, Episode two, Episode one, Um, and the the newer movies. What I I don't know. They're out there. (laughs) Like I I don't you know I don't hate them. I I'm just not thinking about them much right now. But yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm in a big prequel rankings because I haven't thought about it that much. That's I fair. I was say, just giving an update to our mini listeners. I love it, but I, I would say this one generally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah listeners, uh, you can spam our email if if you really want, um, or subscribe to our Patreon that doesn't exist, and I'll I'll email it to you. Um, <laughs> but I would say I would rather watch Attack of the Clones than 
Rise of Skywalker and maybe even The Force Awakens on some days. Like, it's, oh, it just kind of yeah. lives in that area for me. I don't know. But it's bad. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm the, not the defending this as a good movie. I really enjoy. Um, obviously, OG Trilogy, I can pick up any day. Um, Last Jedi I love. Um, and then and then these, these and, and, and Episode 3. That one always creeps into my like top three on a good day. I'm just like, yeah, let's throw that on and have a good time. <laughs> but, but this one just lives in a world of like it's at the bottom, and it's like I'm not gonna be like upset if it starts playing, but I'm I'm rarely like, hey, you know what? Let's let's spend two and a half hours with this. Yeah, yeah the two and a half hours is really the problem because if yeah. it was an hour and forty minutes, I would watch this oh, pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. And it's that's just you know nostalgia. Um, Obviously, yeah. I'm not again, I'm not defending this as a good movie, no. uh, but I did. I did have a good time watching it with you, Beards, and I'm glad it didn't ruin your weekend. <laughs> oh, it was it was great. I another favorite moment, if if I may. Yes, please. Uh, I just oh, remember please. It, is uh, Yoda meditating and Qui-Gon's force ghost just shouting, Anakin, no! <laughs> Anakin, run! No! <laughs> His voice suddenly varies, scratchy. Yeah, I, I, I choose to believe that that's that's not in reference to Anakin uh, killing the, the the Tuscan Raiders. It's it's in reference to Anakin like trying to put the moves on Pat. Like, <laughs> no. That's what's upsetting Qui-Gon. <laughs> supposed to be celibate. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> I. Well, uh, I did have a couple of questions for y'all. Um, I wanted to know if you could make a clone army, put in an order, as they say mm, repeatedly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you could put in an order for a clone army, which character, creature, um, you can make it out of anybody you want. I would like it to be related to Star Wars, but it does not have to be. Um, okay. But who would you use to, to base your, your clone army on? So we're going to Camino. It's like we're we're walking up to line. Uh-huh. All right. What what from this do you want for your clone? Yeah, you got an IOU for like ten zillion Republic credits or whatever. <laughs> Due upon okay, now, completion. So, but but it specifically bred for the purpose of being a functioning army. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Because my immediate thought was like, give me 500,000 wampa, but you can't work. <laughs> yeah, it's like, difficult. That's not going to work. That's going to be a challenge. They're not going to obey anything. There's no rank and file. Um, so I think it's going to have a little more intelligence, um, yeah. I feel like. Um, I, if I'm if I'm going, I would I would maybe choose like a like a mall, like a doth, uh, you know, that, that sort of... Uh, a uh, Zabrakian. Zabrakian, that's it. Yeah, Zabrakian army. I was going to say Dothraki, like from Game of Thrones. It's basically the which same. Which is like the comp to the Zabrak. Yeah, Zabrak um, and Dathomir combined makes, makes yeah. Dothraki. <laughs> <laughs> um, they seem like they're pretty strong and, and could uh, organize a fighting force. A little aggressive, but, uh, you know, 
it does seem like the clone army can put in some inhibitor chips in your brains and stuff. Yeah, you can uh, make them more docile. I was just thinking, you got those head horns, so you don't even need weapons. That's something Beards, <laughs> you know, pointed out was like, the, they're cloners. They're also military suppliers. <laughs> like, there's so many guns and, like, you know, there's tons of stuff here. To... They they do it all on me. They have one million clone troopers at the start of this movie. Um, and it takes a long time to grow them, they mention. If they want more, it's going to take a long time to grow them. In the Mace Windu book, he's like, we have one million clone troopers. That's enough to put one clone on every world in the Republic. So there are a million worlds in the Republic and one million clone troopers. And so Mace Windu's like, oh, we're going to have to have, obviously, tons of regular soldiers. That's mostly who's going to fight this war. And that's a huge part of the book is like, we're going to be signing up people to fight a war. It's like, no, they just kind of have infinite clone troopers after this point, <laughs> the, uh, which yeah. is weird. Okay, so you've got a Zabrakian clone army. Yeah. Beards, are you ready? If not, I'll, I'll go. I am. I am. I'm good to go. Let's hear it. I, uh, you know, I've got a plan for it's a little it would be an unconventional fighting force, but I, I think it would work. You know, they're a little squirrely, but uh, Kowakian monkey lizards. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The, the Henson Jabba the Hunt Hut. Ooh, yeah, Jabba the tail, the tail Nars. So I, I think you know you you modify them genetically a little bit, you know, that, as you can. You you pop in some inhibitor chips, and then you've got like a fighting force of a million salacious crumbs. Like you're good to go. That's that is Sound pretty alone good. Would yes. drive their enemies mad. That's terrifying. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, my answer isn't that dissimilar from yours, beards. Although I would argue mine's more about the intelligence play, and that's where I'm bringing in someone with me to the to the cloning station. I reach into my pocket, I pull out Babu Frick. I'm like, <laughs> give me a million of these guys. <laughs> Hey, hey, <laughs> I'm just thinking, especially against a droid army, who better to to be soldiers against a droid army than are, little Babu? Are we getting Babu Frick and Mandalorian season three? Yeah, we're, we're getting, getting Babu that. Frick and Mrs. Babu Frick or Mr. Babu Frick. I, I don't oh. know. Like there, are, there are two of them. Wow. The I didn't realize that. <laughs> That's the spinoff show they're gonna do. Yeah, the Fricks. <laughs> the Fricks. It's, it's just it's just a like a softcore porn slot on sh- Showtime. Fricks. <laughs> oh, they're fricking again. <laughs> um, beautiful. All right, so we have a Quokin monkey lizard army, a Zabrakian army, and uh, of course a Babu fricking army. Um, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think. I like that. <laughs> Almost um, as good as a Django Fettian. Yeah, almost. Uh, I guess they did. They did pretty well. Uh, <laughs> you know, considering there are only a million of them. And I, still, I I really don't think Django Fett. They're like this is the peak of of physical fitness and to be a soldier. Like, and like that dude got his head chopped off in one second. <laughs> he I is, was expecting slightly more. <laughs> I, I forgot something that is cano- canonically true about Star Wars. Um, I believe that everyone is like far shorter in Star Wars. Like, um, like the average height is like five five or something for a human male in the Star Wars universe. Uh, but my point was, is that Jango smaller than Obi Wan? Also, definitely not like it's not about his muscles. 
So it must all be about that tactical brain power. Um, mm -hmm. Mine must have been clouded by the force or something, you know. I guess so. He got he got caught in that battle rage. Man, what a great movie! Glad we all agree. <laughs> <laughs> AFI top ten film of all time. <laughs> Anything else, uh, beards? You want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, <sighs> Christopher Lee was having a great time. That smile when he gets into that lightsaber fight with Obi Wan, uh, or was it Anakin? I forget. It doesn't matter. He's just he is showing those chompers. He's loving it. <laughs> love, that I was, love that Christopher was... Lee because he's he's waiting to tag that stunt performer. In. Like, <laughs> yeah. Get him in here. <laughs> All right, going back to my trailer. <laughs> um, shout out to Reiko and Tagger who watched some of this movie with us. I also want to point out when when Yoda instead of you know ending the war and killing Dooku saves Obi Wan and Anakin by preventing the thing from falling on them. You know, with the force, Tiger was like, "Teuton pipe." <laughs> Tiger was like, "Why didn't he just pull Obi Wan and Anakin out of the way?" <laughs> like, would have been way smarter. Yoda is exhausted afterwards. He visibly <laughs> is exhausted. Gets his cane. Um, but I guess he goes back to the training room for Episode Three. Yeah, could have just grabbed them. It's it's true. That entire fight. I mean, it's bonkers. Always hated it. Yeah, no, it's it's nuts, and it doesn't make any sense. But they're just like, let's see what we can do with this technology. Like, have fun. Give Yoda a little, little lightsaber. lightsaber. Really like, bothered how fast me as a we kid. Make this creature rotate. <laughs> the, the frames start to pixelate on it. They're like, faster, more, go. I was so young when I saw this that I didn't realize, you know, how embarrassing some of the some of the other scenes were in this film. But when I saw that moment, I was like, oh man, I have to be embarrassed about this. <laughs> like, I don't want to tell people that I like Star Wars Attack of the Clones because they're going to think I like Yoda doing flippy doos, <laughs> like fighting Dooku. I was like, that's not why no, I, I liked like Yoda. Yoda. When he's a puppet in a swamp being a crazy old bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's best, that's best, best Yoda. That's the best version of this show. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's been a delight. I'm glad we had an excuse to re revisit this film, this cinematic marvel. Uh, thanks for joining us, Beards. Uh, we'll have links to anything you want us to link to in the episode description. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having it. me. It was, uh, it was an experience mm -hmm. <laughs> watching this movie. It was a pleasure to talk with you guys, but, you know, movie can be a little bit less descriptive there. Yeah. <laughs> I I promise to you, Beards, I'll probably only make you watch this one other time in your life. BC. <laughs> Maybe no more this year if you're lucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We're back. The Cargo Bay is back. Um, so Until next time, bye forever. Go smoke yourselves.